cliffcentral.com. Hello and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Books Unpegged with Superlead. Consider this. Have you ever wanted to read more business and leadership books, but you simply do not have the time to do that? Imagine you could read a book per week. How awesome will that be? A lot of us have these demanding jobs, we have these countless responsibilities, so our bookshelves end up with more books we intend to read than those we have actually read. My name is Mandaj Flaro, I'm the CEO at Superlead, which is a strategy consulting and leadership coaching organization. And on this show, we deep dive into a leadership topic anchored in a book that we feature per episode, and we share actionable insights to advance your leadership excellence. And we are proudly sponsored by Holland Life Solutions. And here in studio, I'm joined by my co-host, Nobile Ngobo, who is a director at Alpha International. Nobile, welcome to today's show. Hi, Amanda. It's good to be here. Can you believe we have, we have, this is our 22nd episode. No, I so, can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like in just over four or five months, yeah. we've gone through over 20 books. Amazing. So it's a, it's a, I just reflecting through this, I thought, gee, whistle, this is, this is possible. Yeah. So, um, so imagine you stay with us by the end of this year, you know, you'll, you'll have read, um, more or less 50 books mm. in a year. Yeah. Fabulous. So before we get into today's conversation, we, we have this amazing news. We have got a, a super lead leadership summit coming up on the 17th of September, uh, later this year. And this one you absolutely do not want to miss for a number of reasons. One is, um, you know, it's the summit is we designed it such that, you know, you just you have this opportunity to network with like minded um entrepreneurs, leaders, you know, academics and, and whoever is whoever it is that you want to to network with. Mm-hmm. And then the second piece is, um, we also bring some entertainment. Mm. You will remember at our last one, we had the Global Youth Choir. Yeah. We, we have had, um, you know, a whole host of, um, of, of entertainment in, in the summits. The, the, the third, I think the most important element is that we bring these incredible, Speakers that speak on a variety of topics from mm. purpose, vision, digital disruption, in the whole host of conversation. And, you know, just to highlight a few that will be featured this year, uh, on September, uh, just latest of the press, we have actress Nomza Mumbata. Amazing. Who will be, who will be our keynote speaker. Wow. We have, <laughs> indeed, indeed, <laughs> um, we have uh, Dr. Pumzile Ngobo, Dr. Pumzile Mlambo Nguka. Mm-hmm. And then we have Bruce Whitfield. We've got Stafford Marcy. Just, just a amazing lineup of speakers. So whatever you do, you don't want to miss the summit on the 17th of September. Absolutely. Definitely make sure you get your tickets soon. Uh, exactly. And you can, <laughs> and, and we made it easy as well to get tickets. You can even get your ticket at Checkers and ShopRite. Oh, wow. At CompuTicket as well as on Quicket. Amazing, amazing. Right, let's get into today's book. Yes, so today we're doing Atomic Habits by James Clear, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Lovely. Uh, this, this, this book, um, you know, as I posted that we are, sh- we are unpacking this book, you know, there was quite a lot of, uh, sort of reaction to, to the book. It seems it's quite popular and a lot of people do like the book. Yeah. Um, and, and how we sort of came to, 
to unpack this one. My wife started a new job in a new company. And as, as I said, you know, you get the laptop and a whole lot of things. Yeah. And in there, they gave her this book, Atomic Habits. I thought, I've seen this book in the, in the bookshelves, but. Yeah. Um, if it's, is, it's that important that, you know, every, um, I, I assume every new hire that's joining this organization, which mm-hmm. is one of the, the big banks, um, uh, you know, they, they include this as part of the, the sort of the starter pack of employees. I thought, okay, let's just, uh, let's just unpack that. Mm. So this, this is a rich, um, uh, <laughs> it's an incredibly rich book. Yeah. Um, and, but it's slightly different. So, um, two weeks ago, we unpacked deep purpose, which yeah. is like how you, you, you ingrain, um, and you build a, a purpose driven organization. Last week, we unpacked, uh, rethinking competitive advantage in the digital age, which is how you think strategically about how, how, how to win in this age. Mm-hmm. So th- those two topics are largely corporate and, and, you know, they're, they're sort of at that higher level. And today's topic, it's more personal. Uh, so, it's so, so we kind of, we kind of, uh, shifting things a little bit. It's more about, you know, you know, personal leadership. Yes. Uh, so because we bring it, uh, close to us, we're going to unpack quite a lot in mm-hmm. a very short space of time. Yeah. And I hope, um, you, our listeners are ready. Let's dive in. Let's do that. So, an atomic habit, uh, James Clear, um, sort of calls it a regular practice or routine that is not only small, um, and easy to do, but also a source of incredible power and a sort of a, but it has to be a component of a system for compound growth. And he uses the word atomic, um, which most of you will remember back in when we were still doing science, um, as an atom, mm. uh, which is an extremely small amount of a thing. If it were sort of that single irreducible unit of a, of a larger system, mm. um, in his view. And, and you will remember an atom, you know, kind of composes, you know, many atoms, then will make a molecule, it mm. will make a, a compound, et cetera, et cetera. And his view is that, you want to be able to have habits that might be that small, mm. but, but small as they are, as they are part of a, of a system, they're able to kind of bring about huge change. And, um, and if you focus on those small improvements and habits, you are likely going to achieve incredibly remarkable results. Amazing. Amazing. So where do we start looking at this idea of atomic habits? We start by almost just acknowledging that, you know, research shows that, uh, 40 to 50% of our actions on any given day are done out of habit. Mm, so yes, in yeah. just acknowledging that, um, whatever it is that we want to achieve in life, if we don't work on habits, uh, you, you know, we, we are leaving out almost 50% of the lever, um, wow. For us to kind of make a meaningful change in our lives. Many people mm-hmm. have the New Year's resolutions or the resolutions on your birthday or an, an anniversary of something. Um, and you're like, yeah, I want to achieve the following now. Yeah. And yet we don't pay attention to the habits. Yeah. And those are the things that actually result in, um, in, in, in us, in us achieving whatever it is that, that we want to achieve. So yeah. in essence, um, I want to say that, uh, we start by just acknowledging how important habits are. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and once you sort of recognize that as sort of like a mental trigger that it's, 
I achieve what I achieve, not necessarily because I've set big goals, though that is important. You achieve the, the level of success based on the habits, which he calls the system that you, you have built around yourself. Mm. So you don't, uh, you, you know, you, you don't sort of rise to the level of your ambitions. You fall to, your to system. the level of your systems, if yeah. it were. No, that's really good. I mean, I think that idea of your most of your decisions are just based on habits and breaking down your day into what are the habits that you're doing yeah. um, to begin to see, you know, why it is that you might not be achieving your goals that you've set, etc. is really good. Yeah, and and um, and the the idea of of this atomic habits is that. You know, the habits sometimes they, they seem small, um, and we, we ignore them, right? Yeah. Because you do one thing today, it doesn't really change much. Like yeah. you go to gym today, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you don't, uh, you don't, you don't like come back with the, with the six pack, um, yeah. etc. <laughs> and, and, um, so you eat an unhealthy meal today, for instance, on the neg- negative side, you know, the scale doesn't move much on the day. Mm. Um, for instance, you, you, you sort of today you work late, you, you ignore your family, you know, it doesn't, uh, do much, you know, you procrastinate today and then you put off something for tomorrow. Doesn't have much impact today. Yeah. Um, sort of each single decision on its own seems a little bit like, you know, it's not much yes. really, but they compound yeah. um, over years and all of those small decisions that unhealthy meal compounds and leads to the other, leads yeah. to the other, leads to the other. And then you have an unhealthy person in the end. Mm, mm, really good. I think he talks about the sort of how habits can positively compound and negatively compound yeah. depending on, you know, what you what you do. So he talks about like productivity compounds. Yeah. Um, you know, knowledge compounds, relationship yeah. compounds can be like the positive compounding aspects. Yeah. Um, but then the negative ones can be stress, as yes. you said, like, you it, know, it compounds. You know, yeah. It, it does compound. Um, negative thoughts. Yeah. Can compound. Yeah. So one negative thought on one day is fine, but then yeah. as you build it up an outrage. Yes. As well yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Can compound. Um, yeah. So that was a really good comparison as well. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and this is a incredibly important, um, point to just land at the beginning to just say, um, really our outcomes are lagging measures of our habits. Mm. Um, you know, your net worth is your lagging measure of your financial habits. Yeah. So if you are saving today, um, you know, over time, your net, net worth will reflect that. Yeah. And it's not so much about where you are today. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're a millionaire today, <laughs> but you, but you are spending more than you're earning, mm-hmm. you know, we know where that's going to end up and Absolutely. vice versa. If you're not yet financially, you know, there where you intend to be, but you are actually saving uh, every month and you've got the financial habits that, that builds up to that, you know, in the end, in the long run, um, your net worth will reflect that. Someone's weight is a um, lagging measure of the e- eating habits yeah. and someone's knowledge, as you say, compounding is a measure of their learning habits, mm. um, you know. In, in my case, someone's clutter in the <laughs> office is a measure of <laughs> of my cleaning habits, which yeah. are not uh, which are not ideal. And essentially, the point is that we get what we repeatedly do. Yes, um, and which is which, which is what makes uh, habits so 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 important because we do something today. 
time then magnifies that margin between success and failure mm. based on our on our habits. Sure, really good. So I think you've set the case. I think I think I've built a why habits matter. I've built I've built a a serious case. Yes. So so um and then just maybe in the slight build up is to kind of say, you know, he claims that hey. Yeah, people think a lot about goals. Don't focus so much on goals. Focus on the system yeah. instead. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not just about setting the specific actionable goals to a very large extent because both winners and losers, they both have the same goal, right? Mm. I mean, that's the thing that also healed me. Like if you're watching a game, um, it's, uh, I don't know, soccer match. Yeah. The, both the teams want to win, yes, right? Yeah. But the team that will win is the one that has had like a system it has had a winning system, if it were. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I think I think I have, uh, I, as you say, I've said I've built the case. <laughs> I've built the case, right? So now there's a there's a problem with habits. Okay. Uh, in that many of us want to change our habits, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the and we, <laughs> especially me, I've tried a few of these things, uh, like. Right, like, you know, mindfulness and I don't know, like <laughs> meditate, uh, every day and yeah. do this every day. And I don't know if you've ever tried any of these things. Yeah. I mean, trying to sit in, you know, new habits of like, yeah, not so much meditation, but yeah. like you were saying, waking up in the morning, I want to read, I want to read something <laughs> every morning to build up my knowledge or, you know, uh, having better habits. I told you that this year I started, um, CrossFit. So when yes, I was reading yes, yes, this, yes. I was thinking a lot about CrossFit around that idea of like building up good habits yeah. and the whole thing of the difference between the goals and the systems, what you've just said. Yes, yes, you yes. Know, cause that's a big thing in CrossFit where they say like, don't focus on the goal okay. of like, you know, achieve this, focus on like the, the system that you're building up for yourself in terms of like <laughs> getting no. stronger. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, lovely. Um, so he says, and, and most of us will relate with this. Um, you know, many of us may have tried some new habit. So there's, mm. there's a new trend of some sort that pops up. Problem with, with uh, changing our behavior and our habits and kind of, you know, like some of us have started like in the savings uh, habits or yes, like, yeah. you know, when, when there's a change, you know, put it here. Mm. He says there's two problems. One is we try to change the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is we try to change their habits in a wrong way. Oh. So the rest of the book really is to help us address these two questions. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, um, and so the first one really is about to say you can change things at right level and you will, you're likely going to succeed, which speaks to changing the wrong thing. Or you can change things in the wrong way and you're not likely to succeed. Uh, but if you change things in the right way, you're likely to succeed. Mm-hmm. We're going to very briefly talk about the right thing to change. Okay. And then we're going to spend the rest of the podcast at picking the right way to change your habits. The idea here on the wrong thing to change is that they, he, he says that there are sort of three layers of behavior change. The yeah. first layer is, you know, sort of trying to change the, your, your outcomes, right? You, uh, you know, you, you want to change losing weight or yeah. I want to publish a book. I want to do this thing. And that's how I'm thinking about this. I want to win the championship and most goals are at that layer. So you almost want to think about if it as like a, an onion. Yeah. And the second layer is, um, you want to change some process, yes. right? Um, the level, this level is about sort of changing your, your, your habits, like a, a new routine, you know, uh, uh, going to gym every morning and 
decluttering my desk. I need to <laughs> get this one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I do. Right? Like, yes. No matter how big a desk I get. It takes like two days and then we have a problem. Anyway, so, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself here. <laughs> then the third layer, which he, which he regards the deepest layer is changing our identity. Yes. And this level is about changing our beliefs, our worldviews, our self image, our judgments and, and our self judgments, our judgments of others and how we really, our paradigms, if yeah. it were. So, um. So it's outcomes, process. Identity. It's outcomes, process, identity. Mm. Most of us think about changing from like the outcomes. Yes. And he says, no, think about it the opposite way. Yeah. Right. If, if you wanna, if you wanna, if it's about eating healthy, you Mm. wanna, you wanna think of yourself as a healthy person and the habits you sort of put in place are those of uh, those habits of healthy people if yeah. it were um but then it's good because then he says you know you've said you know if you want to be a healthy person you think about habits but then also the identity of like then the self-image yeah of like knowing that you can be healthy and believing that that, that you can have a healthy lifestyle Absolutely. Most of us are stuck because we want this habit, but we've got underlying beliefs yes. that contradicts that, uh, that, that habit that yeah. we're trying to, to Well, implement. it's like the workflow thing. Like sometimes yeah. we'll have the belief of like, well, I'm just a procrastinator. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So you've, just, you've, you've believed it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got, yeah. now you start to put the workflow thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then some people believe like, you know, I'm always late, right? Yes, and, then yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, and then you're trying to implement some time management thing. Yes. So it starts with that layer. If mm. if you don't fix the identity piece, any habit that you put in place that contradicts your identity, it's not going to last. Yeah, and yeah. many of us have felt the pain of this. Yes, yeah. Um, and and it's it's sort it's sort of not about hey, um, uh, the goal is 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 about not just reading a book, but the goal is to become a reader. And once I sort of settle into that, you know, there's just a whole new approach to, to, to life. The goal is not to run a marathon, it's to be a top runner. Yes. Right? Um, yeah. It's not to learn an instrument, but it's to become a musician. Yes. And really if you good. see yourself in that way, the rest of the, the, the activities tend to, to flow from that. Yeah, Louis is like, what do you do? What you do is an indication of the type of person you believe that you are, either consciously or unconsciously. Absolutely. Which is really good. So, so, so then he says, um, how, uh, how on this thing, this is a two step process really to, to kind of, uh, change your identity, mm-hmm. right? Um, you want to kind of, uh, decide the type of person you want to be. Yeah. And prove it to yourself with the small wins. That's good. Right. Yeah. So you, really I'm good. a reader. Okay. I just read a page today. Yeah. And that's a win for today. Yeah. Um, instead of saying, okay, I see Manda reads every morning, right? Like I'm going to do that. But like mm. you have like other self limiting beliefs. You want to deal with those, uh, at that level. Yeah. And I think he says, you know, um, you know, many people aren't sure where to begin when they want to build up a new habit. So yeah. he says, you know, but they know what the results they want is. Yeah. So he says, like, work, think about the results and then work your way back from there. Yeah. To decide what's the type of person you need to be to get that result. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so now let's get into the, because of the time, uh, let's get into the, the core, which is sort of how do you really do this right? How do you mm-hmm. change your habits? Um, and, uh, and you want to think about sort of habits, um, in sort of four main steps, um, which is the cue, the craving, the response, 
and the reward. These are mm. sort of the, 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 the sort of four stages of all our habits. The four uh, laws. The, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, so, so you have these, uh, you know, you're in an environment, there's a cue mm. of some sort, and then there's a craving of some sort, and then, and then you respond, and you kind of get some reward if it were. Mm. Uh, let's, let's take an example, uh, with me. Uh, I mean, there's people, like, for instance, like, every time maybe you, 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 you sneeze, you cover your mouth, right? That's, yeah. that's a ingrained ha- habit, habit yeah. right? Uh, me, if there are people that before they ask a question, they start by apologizing, right? Mm. And it's, it's, it's the normal habit. Yeah. And there's people who, um, like me, I used to cut people's sentences, right? Like, well, mid sentences. And, and I'll tell you where the, the, the habit came from. So I worked for this management consulting, uh, uh, company and the, the culture there was like, and so first I joined and mm-hmm. then, you know, I came from a background that says, you know, you, you, you speak when it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone says, okay, Ngobile, it's your turn. Too. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? And then you do that. Yeah. So then I will just sit and then the meeting goes by and then it finishes and I haven't said a word. Yes. And then my, my mentor says, dude, this is not working here. Mm-hmm. You, you got to contribute. Anyway. And then I say, how do I do these things? And because everyone just keeps talking on top of each yes. other. And then it turns out that's how we spoke, right? So anyway, so eventually I started to learn that as the mm-hmm. meeting goes, so in a meeting setup, that's a cue for me. And yeah. um, what do I need? I'm craving to contribute, contribute. And, and be seen as a, a, as a meaningful contributor in the, in the, in the meeting. Yeah. What's my response? Is, um, I jump into the middle of your sentence mm. and the reward was people will turn and look at me. And mm. then sometimes the conversation works in my favor. Mm-mm. So that whole cue, craving, craving. response, reward mm. that gets ingrained. So in the, in the, in the time that I, I, I spent in that, in, in, in that environment, that habit was formed and it didn't matter where I was. Like yeah. I, I moved on to other companies that don't necessarily value that. Yeah. But I was just kept interrupting people and, <laughs> you know, because this is how we speak. Like I'll be, I'll be in a social context. Like as long as people are having a conversation, yeah, yeah. that's a cue. I need my, my opinions to be valued. And then uh, I respond and then I, I get, get the reward. I get the reward. <laughs> anyway, so, so, um, Oh, so habits are made in that fashion and there's mm. a lot of science that goes uh, with this thing as uh, a great book that precedes this one and the power of habit um and 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 there they've got the similar thing around stimulus re- uh, response and then reward so he has kind of broken this one into four but what's important is that um what, that's not that's not new right that's a not new contribution uh from James Clear what's his contribution is that to create a good habit you want to leverage these four kind of processes. One is uh, the cue, two is craving, three is response, and then four is reward. Yeah. But if you want to make a good habit, you want to make the cue, make it obvious, which mm-hmm. we will unpack in a, in a, in a moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of cue yourself in a way that sort of obviously gets you to, to have a good habit. The second one in the, cra- in the craving element, he says, make it attractive. Yeah. And the third element is make it easy on mm-hmm. the response. And then on the fourth, the reward piece is make it satisfying. Mm. So, so that's making, that's only making a good habit. Yeah. But, uh, and similarly, if you want to kind of 
tear down a bad habit, yeah. he, he says, cue, make it invisible, make the mm. cue invisible. Two, uh, on the craving, make it unattractive. Mm. Three, on the response, make the response difficult, difficult. to, to pull off. And then the fourth one, make the reward unsatisfying. Yeah. That's really good. So the rest of the book really is about one, how do we make it obvious? Yes. Two, how do we make it unattractive? <laughs> Three, how do we make it easy? Four, how do we make it satisfying? Yes. Right. Are we all ready? We are ready to dive in. <laughs> so we're going to do this in like uh, rapid fire speed, uh, speed. So on the make it obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of saying one of the things you want to start doing is what he calls the implementation intent, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you want to start reading a page a day, right? Uh, most people say, I want to start reading. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. But you want to kind of say, set time and place for that new habit that you want, yeah. right? That's what he calls the implementation intent. So in the morning at 8.30, um, in, in the lounge, I will read a page, right? So that's, that's a, that's, you have an intent. Most of us kind of walk around with what we think we want to do, but we never nail it down to the specific time, place, and potentially the what. What are you going to read at that time? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a quick example. I, I wake up at about 3 a.m. Or, or every morning and most people say, yeah, I want to be an early riser too. I want to study that. And then I, I catch up with them in a week later. They're like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not working. It's not working, right? <laughs> so, so say to them, you know, you want to set, obviously set the alarm, but you want to have this implementation intent that says today, tomorrow morning at 3 a.m., this is what I'm working on. Like mm. I have, I know specifically when I wake up, right? So mm. I am going to, Review atomic habits and I'm going to make the notes and this and that. Mm. So when the alarm rings and then I feel like staying in bed, I know the specific intent I had already. Mm. So then I get up and go do that. So yeah. if you just wake up to say, right, it's 3 a.m. Monday wakes up <laughs> yeah. at 3 a.m. Can I also do the same? You'll fall back to bed yes. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the first, that's the first thing on, on making it obvious. Yes. So there's three per each of these. Four areas. Yeah. That's why I say it's, it's, it's going to be a bit of a rapid fire. <laughs> um, then the second thing on making it obvious, he has this thing he calls habit staking. And the idea of habit staking is to un- realize the habits that you currently have. So every morning you wake up, you brush your teeth. I don't know. You, you take a shower and then you, you, I don't know. You, you pick up your phone. And then he says, why don't you insert a new habit on top of something that you already do? Okay. Right. So um, just after I brush my teeth, I'm going to take my multivitamins. Yes. Right. So, so, so you, you have this mental image of you um, and it's set already like I brush my teeth. And then I take my multivitamins. Yes. Or I do this and then I do that. Um, so, and then you just have that noted if it were somewhere. I, after, when I, when I get home, I put on my running shoes. Like yes. it's, it's like, um, you want to kind of set Stack. that rule. Yeah. Stack it to what you currently do. That's really good. That's really good. So then you're taking what is a normal, you know, you're not sort of like cutting off the, your normal behaviors. You're now just like compounding it with something. That's the positive thing you want to um, start doing. Absolutely. So then the third element or make obvious is yeah. you want to change your environment. 
Yeah. He literally good. says, um, that, which I believe, by the way, that, uh, we, to a very large extent, we do what we do by following the cues that the environment around us kind of, uh, make us do. Yeah. Um, y- you know, um, y- uh, he says this example, like when he puts like a beer at the back of the fridge somewhere, yes. then he drinks less, right? Yes, like when, yeah. when, when you, when you, when you, when you have, uh, like, say you want to wake up and read the Bible every morning, yes. but if the Bible is at the bottom of the, of like Shelf. the drawer, yeah. it's not going to happen. You want to kind of, Shift your environment yeah. to facilitate what you actually want to be able to yeah. do. Or if you say, I want to wake up early and read or, you know, read the Bible, but then, you know, you'll do it in bed. You'll probably fall asleep. <laughs> so like changing your physical, physical environment is important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, it, it speaks uh, on the other end, right? So Vietnam uh, soldiers who, who will have, uh, they, they study uh, Vietnam soldiers, they will kind of be, um, Heroin addicts, right? Mm. And then when they come back home, um, more or less, like pretty much most of them were able to break the, the, the addiction because mm. they changed the environment where they were. They, that environment had a lot of cues, um, okay. to drive, um, to, to drive the, the response to, to take heroin. Mm. And when they, when, when they move to, when they move back home, all those cues were no longer there. And then they were able to sort of easily break the habit. They found that people who, who go to rehab, for instance, if they're drug addicts or heroin addicts or whatever it is, they go, people who go to, um, rehab, normally when they come back, they found a study where 90% of them fall back into the addiction. Mm. Largely because the, the cues, the environment, all the triggers that sort of, uh, they were cue, Craving that sort of drove the response to, to take the, the, the drugs. They were all there again. So, so you're here, you go to rehab, you come back here, the room, the, the environment, the whatever it is that triggered you to do what you did before. Uh, if those things are still in play, you are likely going to fall back mm. to the, to the habit. Yeah. So what is the, I think the stimuli in your environment. Yes, yes, that yes. You need to look at as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you really want to change the the some of your habits, you want to mm-hmm. think deeply about what changes you want to make in your environment. Yeah, he says the context is the cue. The context is the cue. <laughs> so with this one, uh, we are like at almost at the top of the hour, yeah. and we have uh, we have three more. Sections, which is like, I think about nine odd chapters. Mm. I think it might be great to pause it here mm. and then we, we resume do a part two. Uh, we do part two uh, next week because it's a, uh, uh, we can't fly through this, this quickly. Otherwise we're going to do injustice to the book. Yeah. But I think a takeaway of this week is to look at, you know, what are some of the, the goals you're trying to achieve? And what are some of your habits you have every day and start thinking about what are some of the cues that you have in your life that you can start thinking about changing or habit stacking around? Yeah. Absolutely. Implementation intent, habit stacking, changing the environment to make sure that the cue makes it obvious for you to do what you want to do and less, less invisible for the things you don't want to do. Yeah. Right. So we, we're going to pause it here because of time and then uh, we will take it from here. 
uh, next week. And but until then, go out there and super lead. Cliffcentral.com.